get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's go to the text or to the celebrity line. Greg Amzinger of MLB Network getting ready to join us on opening day. Big day for Greg, one of his favorites, favorites of the year. Greg Amzinger, how you doing this morning? I am doing great. You know, I, I'm a bit envious that uh, you guys are at a brew house already at this time on opening day. That sounds like something Amsinger would be doing. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, Randy, are you already wearing like face paint? I know you're covered in red, but is your face painted this early in the morning? Don't have any face paint yet, Greg. That's probably like a with a 310 game. That's probably like a 240 proposition. <laughs> Right, right, right. But I, I will. I, I've got the cap right ready to go. I've got the. Right. I've got the makeup in the car. You know the old Roger Clemens when he was with the Red Sox, that red war paint that he wore. I got. I got that ready to rock and roll. Good, and make sure you moisturize throughout the day, so the the face paint will actually settle well. And by the time the first pitch comes, it's glistening, and everybody will want to take pictures with you, and it'll look good. That's I'm hoping, Greg, that they have, uh, for, the, for the kids, they have the, the face painting so that some face painter outside the ballpark can just put a little cardinal on my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> with eye black, with eye black and a little <laughs> cardinal on your cheek. And make sure you text me a photo of this, okay? I, w- I will absolutely do that. Okay, i got to start with this. We just made our predictions. I said that the World Series is going to be a rematch of today and this weekend's opening series. Wow, I love that. I like that a lot. That's interesting. Um, I like the Blue Jays. I think Alec Mendoza is a star. I absolutely adore him. He's one of my favorite players in the game. I can tell you why, but it'll take wow, eight seconds. Uh, he came on after he pitched in the All-Star game. Remember, he wore a microphone. John Smoltz was telling him like what pitch to throw, and he sat on our set, did the A block, and then towards the end of the interview, bars and tone, we lost power. So this is the show that re-airs. I'm sitting there, and he's about to get up, and we're all panicking. I go, Alec, is there any way you could do that whole thing over again for us? And he sat there, and he looked at me. His PR guy was like, no, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. I go, Alec, come on, man. Hook me up. And he goes, all right. He stayed on the set. It took forever to get power. He stayed on our set after the All-Star game. He was there for 31 minutes. 31 minutes. <laughs> Alec Manoa. I got an Alec Manoa jersey. That's how much I love the kid. He's an awesome human being. That said, my team to win the American League this year is a bit surprising. It's outside the box, and it's the Tampa Bay Rays. I've got the Rays going to the World Series. And I got to tell you, Kerry got me thinking about this. The injury to Edwin Diaz, I had the Mets going. I think yeah. the East is going to beat up on each other. I really do. I believe the, the Brewers are better than people think, and they're going to push the Cardinals. In the Central, I think the Dodgers are way scaled back. There are games to win in the National League because the Dodgers aren't going to be anywhere near as good as they were in years past. People are rolling their eyes when I say that, but I don't believe they are. I think the Padres are one of the best soap operas in baseball. Uh, I don't believe they're going to win at all. They've got a lot going on there. I think the Cardinals go to the World Series. 
I really believe so. I think they're gonna, they've got the depth of trade for starting pitching at the deadline, which they'll do. I've got the Rays playing the Cardinals in the World Series. That's my World Series prediction. Well, we also made our picks for National League Rookie of the Year, Greg. And I think that you could probably predict how we all went with this one. With Jordan Walker, there's a lot of excitement for him being on this opening day roster, and he's going to be in the lineup today. Look, you predicted Alfred Pujols hitting 700 last season. What is your big prediction for the numbers for Jordan Walker this season? I love Jordan Walker, and I think the power is going to be there. I, I, I think teams are already trying to get a book out on him. There are two debuts that I am having a hard time remembering that are as significant as we're seeing today. Jordan Walker is being coined as the next Albert Pools. There's a kid playing shortstop in the Bronx today named Anthony Volpe that's being coined as the next Derek Cheater. To have these two guys make debuts as rookies for these stoic franchises, this is a special opening day. It is. I love both players. I think Jordan Walker hits 286 with 29 home runs, 79 RBIs. And the reason I say that is once he goes into some sort of skid, they're always going to have someone step in and get at bats. I don't see him playing 156 games. I don't. He's going to hit plenty of homers. His average isn't going to be at 300, although everyone would love to see that. I just think at the age of 20, if he was seasoned just a bit more, let's go crazy with Albert Pujols' numbers and, and dream on 330 with 41 home runs. So as crazy as it sounds, the NL Rookie of the Year frontrunner in my book will only hit 29 home runs, won't hit 290, and he will barely get around 80 RBIs. Still good enough to win that award, but it's not going to be an MVP caliber type of year. Greg, I want to shift gears and talk about the pitching. Wayne Wright is going to miss opening day uh, on the I.L. Michaelis is getting the start. Jack Flaherty hasn't been great during spring training. Is there any cause for concern for you with the starting pitching for the Cardinals right now? Yeah. I mean, Woodford was really good at spring training. He was one of the more surprising pitchers I saw all spring. Hey, he's going to slide in and get a chance to be in the rotation to start things off. But as you look at the marathon, which is what this is, and you're going to compare yourself to other teams, I mean, the Chicago Cubs are taking a different approach. With the shift gone, they're a pitch-to-contact rotation. They're, they, they, want, they want to miss barrels. They want double plays. They want to keep people, you know, they want a different alternative to what everyone else is doing. I don't think that's the Cardinals' M.O. That's not what they're trying to do. But I've always believed in swing and miss. You can't win the World Series with a starting rotation that's pitch-to-contact. It it's, it's, it's not going to happen. It may have happened in 2006 for the Cardinals, but it's not happening anymore in the game. So, like I said before, with the surplus of young position player talent that they have, they're going to have to make a move at some point. I know it's, I hate saying you have to do something on opening day because anybody can come out and surprise you, but I just don't think this team has enough starting pitching depth to go as far as we're all predicting they can go, and they should go there. And we're talking about a rookie of the year front runner. Everyone believes that in Jordan Walker. With two of the three NL MVP finalists coming back on your team, the bullpen should be ready to go, like locked for bear. Helsley's got a lot to prove after what happened last year, the way it ended. I, I just, uh, this is the only question mark. So they're going to make a move. They could get two pitchers before this year's over, uh, but that's what they're going to address. They know exactly what they need to address, which is a good thing. Most teams have plenty of areas where they're lacking depth. The Cardinals have one.
Who do you think would be a good fit for the Cardinals pitching-wise that is kind of a name that would be possibly floating out there? Well, I, everyone goes to the Marlins immediately. <laughs> everyone goes. So look at all the Marlins starting pitchers. <laughs> look at all the Cincinnati Reds starting pitchers, the Pittsburgh Pirates starting pitchers. The kid that's going today to, on opening day for the Pirates ended the year. His second half was actually really, really good. I think uh, Keller has a chance to be a mid-range rotation guy with swing and miss stuff. Hey, he's got a big arm. I, I like him a lot. But unfortunately, you're looking at teams that are not going to be in the mix. And, and that is already, even though we've expanded the postseason, you, you kind of already know who doesn't have a shot. And uh, that, that's how hard this game is. 162 games, the cream clearly, clearly rises to the top. So uh, to make it, I don't even want to make a statement yet as to Cardinals would, would look at. They've got enough right now. Uh, it's not panic, mayday, mayday to make a move for a starting pitcher. And with one thing we've learned with starting pitching, it's such a fickle thing. Whoever I name will probably go on the shelf for a shoulder injury or Tommy John. <laughs> We're still a ways away from finding out who's going to survive this health-wise. But uh, the Cardinals are definitely going to be a team that will be one of the first trade to make a trade. I- I've already made a prediction who the first player to be traded will be, and that is Tony Kemp of the Oakland A's. I've got a lot of predictions, but Tony Kemp with, uh, with the, the defensive shifting being restricted, base stealing uh, going to be uptick with the new bigger bases. He checks all the boxes, and the Oakland A's are going to be terrible this year. So I think Tony Kemp is the first player traded. All right, Greg, you have the ballpark cam at MLB Network. You're sitting there watching every single pregame ceremony. Where does Bush Stadium in St. Louis rank as far as pregame ceremonies on opening day? It's number one. And if, if you argue with that, you've never stood next to a Clydesdale. I stood <laughs> next to one. And it was like, this is the closest thing I've ever been to a dinosaur. Like, an animal this big is unreal. And just to stare at them as they trot around the, 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 the field is just ridiculous. It's classic. It's, it, it, it takes us back to our childhood. Uh, the Cardinals do tradition as well as anybody. They just do, maybe better than anybody. And that's why we've all just drank the Kool-Aid from the day we were in diapers. Like Cardinal baseball is different. It's special. The Red Jackets, the Cardinal Hall of Famers. People in St. Louis almost don't care who gets into Cooperstown because, you know, we've got our Cardinal Hall of Famers. It's just, it's a different culture. We speak a language no one truly understands. And to watch the Clydesdales ride around and, Come on in around the warning track. To me, it's, it's, it's number one. But I am biased. I am biased. Hey, hey, but, Greg, to your point, Mark McGuire will be here today, and he'll get a monstrous ovation. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. He's not going to the Baseball Hall of Fame. But he was elected by these fans as a Cardinal Hall of Famer. And that goes to your point. This is different than, than any other place because we love our guys. It's, I mean, think about where you are right now. Think about where everyone listening to this show is right now. And think about what went through their mind when they were getting dressed to go to work. They were like, I got to wear Cardinal red. I got to wear a Cardinal something. I've got everybody's walking around in a jersey today. Like they, only St. Louis do grown adults walk around in baseball jerseys <laughs> all day long. And not just baseball jerseys, like the obscure Cardinal jerseys. I love watching the creative, loyal fans. The guys that's wearing the Rex Hudler Cardinal jersey, the Joe McEwing Cardinal jersey, the Geronimo Pena Cardinal jersey, the Luis Alisea Cardinal jersey. Like those are real fans, and they like to flex 
their fandom on a day like today. And in St. Louis, they do it every day. But, yeah, there's nothing like Cardinal baseball. So, Greg, you talked about fans actually going to work today. Randy, Brooke, and myself are, are working on making this a local holiday where no one has to work. Are you willing to join our group and put this forward so that no one has to work, no school? It's a, national, it's a, it's a local holiday. It may be national. I think Cardinals are a national team. But definitely a local holiday where no one has to go to school and no one has to go to work on this day because who wants to miss this? I, you know what? I'm with you. But let's just <laughs> I, I think the answer is right in front of our nose. Okay. Okay. I think everyone should go to work and everyone should go to school. But like the three of you, everyone should go to work and go to school at a brew house Ah. on day (laughs) in St. Louis. Because we've all learned from COVID, we can learn and work anywhere. So in St. Louis on opening day, everyone goes to school and and they've got they've got non-alcoholic drinks for all you teachers out there that are rolling your eyes. (laughs) And all the adults work and kids go to school from a brew house. In St. Louis, when Anheuser-Busch made the Cardinals what they are, it's the way it should be. You guys are hardworking right now. I yes. mean, I can, I can hear the sweat dripping <laughs> off your forehead. So if the three of you, if the three of you are going to be working this hard, everyone in St. Louis should be too. Greg, just quick question playing off of that. Are you a Budweiser, Bud Light, or uh, Bud Select guy? What a great, great, great St. Louis question. Can we make this this the new St. Louis question? I don't need to know where you went to high school. I got over that a while back. The new question of St. Louis is, what beer did you drink and do you still drink? I want to tell you an image that blew me away. I was I was interning for Randy Carricker, and he had me go and get sound. I had to go get sound after Will Clark, another home run. Remember when Will Clark came to the Cardinals, and he was like the b- best 40-year-old player you've ever seen in your life, and he hit over 340? Well, I went, and I couldn't wait. He was one of my favorite players growing up. And I see Will Clark who's sitting outside – his uh, locker, and he's got a towel wrapped around him. And I mean, and I know, I know, Will, like it is maybe the worst professional athlete body I'd ever seen in my life. It was unbelievable. I was like, this guy's a professional athlete? Are you kidding me? And there was a bucket, there was a bucket of beers next to him, and they had ice all over it. And before he answered any question, he slammed six bush lights. And I was like, wow. <laughs> And from that day forward, I committed myself to drinking Bush Light. And to this day, if I see a Bush Light, I'm in. I am in. Greg, I, I love that story. And you know what? I, I love the fact that people remind me, and Chris Kerber does, and so many people that were interns of mine or producers of mine. I'm so proud of the fact that I gave you hands-on experience and let you really do the job that we we all do. I didn't want you just sitting in a studio and watching TV and doing stuff like that. I'm I'm really proud of the fact that I allowed you to get out and do stuff like that. Thank you. Thank you. It, it, it gave me the confidence that I belonged. And, and then it also taught me what I needed to get ready for, which was lots of bush light. If I'm going to connect with these athletes, <laughs> if I'm going to speak their language, I need to have the gritty beer. And in all seriousness, you know, there were many people that were allowing snot-nosed kids like us to run around a market like St. Louis, like Randy Carragher did. So I think it all worked out. I mean, some of us us lost our way for a while, but uh, you have really – you gave us the freedom 
to, to make mistakes. And that is the key in this business because it's all coming, man. Everyone botches it. You're not going to be perfect in media. So you need someone like Randy on your side who's going to be okay with you when you do royally screw up, which inevitably is going to happen. What time are you on today with MLB Tonight? I am on at 7 p.m. Eastern, a uh, three-hour extravaganza. And I don't know if any, anybody in St. Louis knows this, but, but it, it's a bittersweet opening day. This is the, it's the end of an era. Harold Reynolds is on the early MLB Tonight. So the Greg, Harold, and Dan late-night MLB Tonight has come to an end. Harold is, is reinventing the early MLB Tonight. So the late night's going to be me, Dan Plesak, and a revolving uh, you know, list of analysts. So uh, I wish Harold the best. It's going to be amazing to see what he does on the early. But it's the end of an era, man. He's in his 60s now. He can't party till 1 o'clock in the morning with me every night. <laughs> well, we'll I mean, be come on. To, yeah, we'll you you got to be able to shows. drink switch light to party till 1 o'clock in the morning <laughs> every night on TV. You learned that early, and you're preserving that thought process, and I'm glad that you're, you're spinning it forward for everybody. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, Randy. Hey, opening day is a holiday. It is a holiday. I want everyone to enjoy themselves. Remember, remember that what you have in St. Louis is special. It's different than every other team in this sport. So enjoy what your parents enjoyed and your grandparents enjoyed before you. There's no booing in St. Louis. There's nothing but positive vibes. And even if Alec Manoa throws a two-hit gem, which we all hope he doesn't, but even if he does, Remember, baseball's back. We're all together in ballparks, and let's never take it for granted again. Very well said. You're the best. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Greg. All right. Take care, guys. That is the man, Greg Amzinger. He's on at 6 o'clock St. Louis time tonight on MLB Tonight.